The only purpose for his life could be to serve as a warning to others. It's the Drew Marshall Show. This is a perfect song to intro our next guest. Our next guest is a wee short Irishman. But he's so he has the short man's disease. He's he's a short wee fella, so he became a copper Aye. in the Belfast area. Uh-huh. And uh, he's cheeky, you know. He's cheeky. Okay, what does that mean? Means um, he tries to be funny, but he misses a lot. Okay. And if anybody knows a lot about that, that'd be uh, yours truly. <laughs> You're listening to the Drew Marshall Show on the line with us from. Uh, Belfast, I believe, or somewhere near Belfast, in an undisclosed location near Belfast, Ireland, Mr. John McCauley. John McCauley, sir, how are yeah. you today? How are you now? Mr. Marshall and Tim, how are you all doing? How are you Good all thing, doing? Sir. Hey, we just got off the phone with uh, Pete Rollins, Peter Rollins, uh, who is staying yeah. at... staying one of, at one of, one, of, one of our more intelligent people from Northern Ireland. Oh my goodness, he just gives me a headache. Should have heard what he said. Uh, but he's staying at the Bullet Hotel in Belfast. Go knock on his door right now. Where are you? Do you know what? I would love to meet Peter. I've never met him. Everybody says, well, you know Peter Rollins, and uh, I, I can't believe I've never met him. So, Peter, if you're on the line, contact Drew, and I'll meet you in Belfast this week. There you go. Uh, how long are you there? Where, where are you right now, John McCauley? Well, I, I am in the part of Belfast. I can't disclose it for security reasons. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm actually, it's not It's not where I am, it's where I've been this week. I've been here with my wife and our 17-year-old son, and I took him around all the places where I discovered post-traumatic stress syndrome. Wow. Oh, wow. What yeah. is, what, I've asked you this before, but I can't remember the answer again. This happens to me a lot on the show. Um, I think it's because I don't care. Uh, what was the, uh, the worst thing you ever saw as a, as a copper in Belfast? Oh, boy. Well, you know, it wasn't even as a copper. It was as a kid. I was about nine years old, and a bomb went off at the end of our street at a place called the Castleway Roundabout, and the IRA were on their way to blow up a building or something, and uh, the bomb went off in the car. Oh, I hate when that and happens. We all, yeah, and we all ran down as kids, and so I saw things that I still, even as I'm telling you right now, I can picture in my mind. I was probably about nine years old, but... I mean, I, I took my son this past week around all the areas where I was a police officer, and uh, uh, it wouldn't take too much to trigger a fair bit of anxiety in me again, even though I just thinking back, I was only 18, 19 years old when I was uh, driving around and uh, doing things that uh, I would never want my son to have to see or do. So Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's a very good uh, father move. I was thinking of doing the same thing, taking my son to the funeral home to watch an embalming. What do you think? Yes. Yeah, well, I, I had a few thoughts of bringing you here with me and leaving you somewhere where, you know, we could all be rid of you once and for all. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then Tim and I are taking over the show. Nice. As you would do. You, I know you would do that. Hey, listen, um, can you just help me understand, well, first of all, um, what's with the wind in the background? Get out of the the wind. Okay, no, I got. I got to tell you something. I literally am standing outside in the rain with an umbrella because I'm I'm guests at people's home for dinner, and I had to humbly say I got to go live on the air with Drew Marshall. They said, "Who's Drew Marshall?" I said, "It will not mean anything to you, even if I told you." <laughs> We played so a clip. I'm standing outside on a Belfast rainy night under an umbrella, 
Nice. Talking to you boys nice. in Oakville. Nice. We uh, we played a clip earlier of guy two guys that we modeled a little bit of our shtick after, Tim and I. Um, Jerry Anderson and Sean Coyle. Oh, yeah. Jerry Anderson was one of our great personalities. Yeah. I think he just died, actually. He did. He died two years ago. Yeah. I don't know he, why he made it sound go. like a question. But his his uh, his sidekick. Every, truth, truth, truth. Everything we say sounds like a question. Didn't you know that? <laughs> his yeah. sidekick sounds exactly like you. If you ever want to hear your voice double, listen to a clip of his show on uh, on, on the YouTube. Go on to the Google and uh, type in Jerry Anderson, and it'll take you to the YouTube, and you can watch it and listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it's so good to have you back on the air. Yeah, that's not what everybody says. Listen, I want to try to get on the the minister from a Presbyterian Church, I believe, who helped uh, facilitate the memorial service for the Oma bombing. Where were you when that? Were you even born when that went down? Because you're pretty young. No, you know what? It's funny. I just saw a little advertisement here where they're raising money for, um, uh, for no, sorry, I was in Eskillen, but no, I was back in Canada when Oma happened. And so yeah. where were you when, when you found out about it? And hold on, let's actually describe what happened, because here's what happened, here's what I've got in my head. The terrorists, yeah. the terrorists that did this were not your average terrorists, they were sort of low-life, dumb terrorists uh, who didn't do this right. And the reason, somebody said, the reason we know this is because when the IRA did something, it, they weren't trying to, you know, kill as many people as possible. They were just trying to kill a few, you know, uh, specific people or whatever. Um, yeah. is, is that true, do you think? Do you know what? First of all, uh, I mean, the IRA were very serious terrorists. In fact, much of what you see going on today was learned from the IRA. They were very smart people at what they did. But the problem was in Oma was the timing of the bomb, uh, I think, that added kind of the, the stupidity to it. But it was also during the post post pro, uh, peace process, so it was such a shock to people, uh, and and of course it was so indiscriminate. Uh, yeah. You two particularly have made this. Bono's made this famous because he calls out all the names when they often would sing "Sunday Bloody Sunday." Yeah, and uh, and that's where most people have heard about that when he lists all the names in the concerts, and so that was really uh, a turning point. Uh, it, you know, to people saying, we do not want to go back. And I've been here all week, and I will tell you, people do not want to go back no. at all. You see, there's a weird tension over here with Trump and with with uh, the Muslims. Hey, that's what they call them. The Muslim, the Muslims, uh, the, the, uh, the, the blockade of, of uh, people coming in from other countries. Uh, um, yeah. There's a real tension with those people, and, and we need to become nationalists and, and protect our borders and kind of circle yeah. the wagons, so to speak. And, uh, you know, somehow you guys were able to figure, and when I say you guys, use guys, yeah. uh, in Ireland, we're able to sort through this this kind of infighting nonsense and i just get the feeling that in the states there's an incredible amount of infighting what do you think so 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 Drew, i'll tell you something fascinating today i have my friends here touring and we went up the fall shanko and we went to the peace line one of the largest peace walls it runs i think in total they said like 22 miles and on one of the news stations that mr president trump does not like uh they were saying that there's an appeal now to say, what kind of wall will Trump build? And I sent a picture to that news network uh, 
of the peace wall. And I said, this is how you build a peace wall, but in reflection, it's a really bad thing or something like that. But I will tell you what I noticed, they standing at the peace wall between the Shankill and the Falls, the number of comments about President Trump written on this wall shocked me. Wow. And there was all kinds of appeals saying, you know, if there's any walls to be built, leave it to President Trump, and, and really slurs, and then really a lot of people writing a lot of things of peace and love. And so I've lived uh, you know, this uh, my life with this peace wall, but today we stood there right at the peace wall, and people from all over the world are writing kind of requests of President Trump. It was the strangest thing to see in my own yeah. country here that on this massive peace wall, they were writing requests that, that they rethink this strategy Etc. Etc. All right. Well, just as we say goodbye to you here in our St. Patrick's Day show, John McCauley on the phone. These were God people that screwed all this up. This was Protestant Catholic kind of stuff. Um, do we need to be as worried about the God people in the United States of America bearing arms and rising up against the other God people, the Muslims? Yeah, I mean, religion has an incredibly bad record, as we know. Many things have been done in religion and in the name of religion that none of us should be particularly proud of. But I, I think it would be safe to say if if we took serious the life and the beauty and character of Jesus, we might kind of be all sobered up a little bit more than we need to be, uh, than we should. We currently should be. So uh, there was a lot done in, in the name of Catholicism and Protestantism, but it wasn't. It was done by people that do not truly share those values, Drew, to be honest with you. And, and it's sad. Living in Canada today, where you can embrace people from all kinds of religions, all kinds of backgrounds, Canada is a model to the world of how we can actually live together and embrace and actually celebrate. You are more uh, intelligent than I ever imagined. And I don't know what happens to you when you get over there, but good stuff starts coming out of your yap. I, I thought you were going to ask me to tell you a quick joke. Could you tell me a quick joke, please, John McCauley? So Patty and Sean arrived in Canada, right <laughs> from Ireland, and they were on their way, and they came up to immigration. And the immigration officer said, why should we let you into Canada? And Patty looked at him and said, well, I'm a pilot. And he says, perfect, you can work for Air Canada, come on in. So Sean's next in line, and Sean comes up, and... Canadian immigration say, sir, uh, why should we let you into Canada? He said, well, I'm a turf cutter. He goes, I'm sorry, what do you mean turf? He says, T-U-R-F, I cut turf, like, as in fields. He goes, we don't need you. We don't need any turf cutters in Canada. And he says, well, will you let Patty in? And he goes, yeah, but he told me he was a pilot. And I go, yeah, I know. I would cut the turf and he would pilot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, nice, Mr. John nice. McCauley on the Drew Marshall Show. Happy Happy St. Patrick's Day from wet, wee Northern Ireland. And uh, seriously, my friend, it is good to have you back. I've missed you. And we look forward to hearing more of your stories. But you've got to do a trip to, to Northern Ireland with me, and I'll take you around. And then you'll have stories to tell twice as long. We'll be able to run radio shows well into your 80s. Oh, well into my 80s. We could do the W.F. Marshall Trail, speaking of relatives that are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. John McCauley, thank you, sir. Thank you, Drew. Send your kids to summer camp, everybody. Fill your boots. <laughs> See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm still saying phrases. I don't know really what they mean. All right, a short break. A short, a short I, wee break. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why do the voices go up when we talk Irish? Don't Why don't we ever talk Irish like this? We go way down, start down here, and then when you go up... <laughs> 
Sorry, I'm having trouble starting my car. <laughs> that sounds like a lease this morning. Oh, my goodness. All right. A, uh, a very, very short break. And when we come back, oh, it's our Harper Collins author of the week. Quite excited about this. Elena Lappin, she is the author of What Language Do I Dream In? Fascinating story. You will want to stay tuned for this. Stay with us.